As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to Talking Toys with Taylor and Jeff, where we go back in time to discuss our favorite toys, one toy line at a time. Hello and welcome to Talking Toys with Taylor and Jeff, action figure exclusive. I'm Taylor. I'm Jeff, and this is the Star Wars version of the show this time out. Uh, we're mm-hmm. continuing our journey through the Kenner Vintage line with Death Star Droid. Yes. This was one of the ones that came in the uh, package from Kenner that my mom got for me. We realized this was one of the ones that I didn't have when they had stopped producing them. And so uh, I never had this guy on card, but I did have him, obviously, as a kid. What about you? I I never did. Um, And I don't think I ever found him. Like, uh, he... He would have been one that I would have picked up just because he's interesting. I would see him periodically. I was just never that interested in him, and we'll talk about why as the show goes on. The, this, he came out in 1978. He mm-hmm. was one of the uh, original, I believe, 20 or 21 uh, that came out on Star Wars cards. And uh, you know why they named him Death Star Droid, I'll never know, because we never actually saw him on the Death Star. We saw him on the Jawa Sandcrawler, but... As Rebelscum.com points out, I guess Sandcrawler Droid doesn't sound as uh, exciting to kids. Well, you know, what you were saying with Rebel Scum that I find interesting with the, the name is that they said that the name Eric caused it to have a bit more playability than it would have had, making him kind of a secret spy for the Empire. Right. Which Why I think they... is fun. It is, it is, but it's kind of silly. Yeah, it really is. So you never had this one. I did, like I said, I did have it as a kid, but it was literally one of the last figures that I got from the line. So mine is obviously in impeccable shape because he was barely played with. I do kind of wonder, though, and I'm going to watch Star Wars again, I think, here in the next couple days. But I do kind of wonder if this guy is shown anywhere in the background on the Death Star. I want to say he may be once Mm -hmm. or twice, but I don't ever remember seeing him anywhere except in the Sandcrawler. So once or twice, but he's three times a droid. Yes. Now, let's talk a little bit about the the card back before we get into the figure. One of the uh, reasons I never got this guy is because he looks kind of creepy, and the card back is kind of creepy. You've got a very sort of insectoid-looking face, and the card back is just a, you know, a, a 
a picture of him, a profile picture of him. With a night sky. Yeah, with sort of a dusky sky behind him. Tatooine dusk, I suppose. But he's got those, you know, those huge eyes and that sort of, you know, just that insect-like mouth. And so that's part of the reason it was sort of always sort of turned me off was that I, I just didn't dig it. It kind of gave me the creeps. What about you? Did, did you have the same reaction to it? You know, I never saw the card until um, until later in my years. but till tonight? Yeah. Well, no. I mean, I'd seen the <laughs> card before, but I would totally have gotten them if I could have found them. Yeah. I'd have picked him up. I'd have been like, this guy, he gets me. He's a bug. <laughs> well, let's talk a little bit about the figure. So this is, he is a vac metalized figure for the most part, whereas C-3PO is gold. This guy is silver. Mm-hmm. But he does have some painted portions on him that C-3PO did not. His his eyes are painted black. His He's got his shoulder joints are painted black, and he's got black painted in his, uh, what would be his mouthpiece. Right. So... That again sort of makes him seem evil, and somehow the silver the silver uh, vac metal seems less interesting to me than gold. Do you have that yeah. same reaction? Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess because it just looks like diecast metal at this point, so it's you know it, it looks unfinished. Well, and he doesn't have as much detail as C three PO as well. No, this he sort really of looks doesn't. like it was rushed. Um. You know, he's got the same little in the on the back. He's got the same screw, but he doesn't have nearly as much detail. You know, we talked about with C three PO. There's a lot of lot of things going on there, but his his arms and legs almost look like reused parts. But they're not. But they're not no. because they're smoother. They're much smoother. Mm-hmm. Whereas C three PO had a lot of circuitry and stuff that that we saw. These look. You know what? I'm going to look at this and make sure I'm not. Okay, here I'm going to open up a new tab and do Rebel Scum. And I'm going to pull up a photo, too. Let's look at this and figure it out. Riveting radio for the folks at home. (laughs) And C-3PO. C-3PO. Tuta, Mishka. Jump of the huts? No, they're different. Yeah, I was right. They're different. C3PO yeah. has a lot of circuitry and everything uh, sculpted into his, where this guy, this it almost seems like he should have come first. Like he was sort of a dry run for C3PO. It almost looks like they took the original C3PO wax mold and just scraped all the circuitry off of it. Right. Because even his chest piece, his chest is smooth. He's got like a restraining bolt and a couple of like divot looking things on him. But then his midsection is. He's got some kind of texture there, but it's pretty undefined. Yeah, even his um, his chest area, like down where the crotch joint meets with the legs, even that is different, and it's just it's unattractive. There, there's not a lot to it. Right, and it's it's boring. And maybe here's the thing, though. Maybe. They had a, a good photo of the Death Star droid or whatever this droid is. Maybe that's what he really looks like. I mean, I've never, I don't think I've really paid a lot of attention to the actual character in the movie. Well, and I don't think we really see much of him. So a lot of it is probably just guesswork. But you'd think since well, you have that C-3PO, I mean, if you look at the picture on the um, on his card back, it's kind of the same thing. He's, it's a very basic 
chess piece. And, you know, if, if he's not going to be seen for that long in the movie, it makes sense that they wouldn't spend as much time on that design as they would C-3PO. Right. But if you're going to, you know, make what most parents are going to think is just a silver version of the same droid, you might want to give them a little more detail just so there's there's more there there. I don't know. Right. I don't know. I mean, the one thing, because I, I do remember his chest being very similar to this in the movie. I mean, maybe it is one of those that Kenner having photos did really what they saw. And maybe he is this this bland in real life. Well, the one thing is his arms, th- there is a little more detail in his arms than the initial picture showed, but mm-hmm. a lot of it is on the back, which mm-hmm. I thought was interesting. Hmm. Do we know what this this actual character is called in the Star Wars? Uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure it's out there somewhere, but I haven't looked it up because he's Death Star Droid. That's all he'll ever be to me. <laughs> but it's one of those, I mean, you kind of, you kind of wonder because it, it is truly one of those things that if it's, if, if it is truly, he is this bland, then Kenner's done exactly what they've always done, which is to take the details they need and show exactly what they, what they can and have the figure look as close to the, the real thing as possible. As possible, but keeping it simple. No, you're right. You're right. And, and again, a lot of it... I can hear you typing. Oh, sorry. It's okay. What, what are you doing? I'm pulling up a picture of Death Star Droid. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. No, he's pretty... He's pretty bland. There's really not a lot to him. And again, you know, I, I kind of get that if the designers, you know, knew he wasn't going to be on screen for that long. If it's just going to be a couple of seconds here or there, you know, why would they? But I mean, the character in the movie, yeah, it's. So, yeah, so what we it. have, so basically what we have is, for those keeping score at home, we've got just a silver vac metalized figure with some black accents. Uh, mm-hmm. The legs are very smooth. The arms have some detail. There's some detail in the midsection, but it really kind of looks like looks like somebody crumpled aluminum foil over something that was textured to me. Yeah. It's, it's very undefined definition, if, if, if that can be actually a, a term that is helpful. And even, yeah. even the head... They spent a lot of time on this face sculpt because he's got, you know, the little like the little mouthpiece there. They took the time to paint black into like the grill on it and took the time to paint his eyes. And there's a little bit of detail on it there, but it and I suppose that is why he's always been kind of creepy to me is because it does kind of just look like somebody with somebody in a suit, like a guy in a suit, in a very smooth suit. And I so maybe that. maybe that was the point because it is still to this day. He's a little off-putting and a little creepy, and I actually like the black accents on it because it gives it a little, um, little bit uh, of, of a of a an evil look, for lack of a better word. I think the only thing is I'd like to see maybe the black in the um, the area under his chest plate where the wires are. Right, a little used a little more liberally. Yeah, I think I would I would like to have also seen it there, but other than that, yeah. 
He he does carry kind of an evil look, which might be why they decided to call him Death Star Droid. That's very true. So this guy again, there's uh, we're kind of running up against us with a few of these, but there's not a whole lot to say about this guy. No, um, we can talk a little bit about his chest plate and, and, and the back. The the back looks very much very similar to C three PO. He's got the little, uh, I guess it's a battery pack across his shoulders there. Mm-hmm. It's probably a battery pack or even a, um, uh, what do you have it? A uh, breaker board. Yeah. Yeah. Like a fuse, because a fuse box. It's like a fuse box. <laughs> well, because like when when Chewbacca was putting three PO back together, he had that box off, and he kept pulling things and like moving them around. So it's almost like a circuit board, where he was trying to get his his eyesight to show up correctly. Right. Yeah. And so uh, then we've got the little, you know, the little screw that they put in to hold mm-hmm. it together. And then down below that, we've got the, uh, the, the opening for his wires in his midsection. And then he's got like a, I won't call it an arrow, but it's like a little divot going down his butt. It's that, a butt. It's a butt V. A butt V. <laughs> is, that, is that a technical term? Yes. <laughs> It, it really is. It's like a butt V. It's got a little bit of a divot on the bottom, but it's it's a molded V that comes from the, the lip of the, I guess, the, the pelvic armor and just goes straight across the butt. Uh, and then moving around to the front, you know, as I <laughs> talked about, he's got like what looks like a restraining bolt, and he's got some, some detail on his shoulders, you two little lines on each shoulder. But you come down, and then he's got, it's it's kind of weird. Whereas C-3PO had, it was completely open all the way across his, his stomach area. Mm-hmm. He has has that little bar basically going down that's part of the chest piece that connects to his waist. So he's mm-hmm. got he's got exposed wires on either side of it, but the middle of it is covered up. And it's, it's interesting, and I kind of wonder why they did it that way. But it does differentiate him a little bit. And he's got a, a, a sort of, instead of a butt V, he's got a crotch U. <laughs> right, it's like a, an armor piece that goes over the top. And it's weird. Does it seem like it has a little line that goes through it? I think that's just the... Um, the shadow? The shadow. I think I think there's a defined ridge there, but I don't think it's supposed to be an actual line. Okay. Yeah. And then, you know, we talked a little bit about his arms having some detail. The legs have very little detail, but they've got the ridge at the top of the thigh going into the hip. And then they've got uh, the joints at the at the knees where he could could bend, and then he's got the same from the knees down. It looks very similar to our to C three PO. Okay. But yeah, I uh, and then of course his his arms are you know at sort of a you say about a thirty degree angle at the elbows, bent at the elbows. Mm-hmm. In the same position as C three PO. That's why I thought these might be some reused pieces, but they're really not. Or if they are, they're they're modified so if they're reusing like you said they are modifying the uh, the sculpt somewhat right the main difference is the fact that he does have the paint job on the shoulders and and on his face so yeah i don't know what what are your uh well upon investigating a little bit more i came across this uh thread on on jedidefender.com and it was apparently there was a prototype design that Kenner had come up with for this figure. And it was basically 3PO's head with a bug head piece that had kind of kit, like kit bashed on there. Mm-hmm. 
and it actually doesn't look that good. So comparing the prototype version to what we actually got, I'm starting to like this figure more. The prototype version, I'm seeing what you're talking about here, the prototype version looks a lot like uh, what we know as Zuckus. Yeah. Very much like Zuckus. Yep. For for the kids who don't know, um, later he was renamed as Forlom. Well, he was correct. He, he was called Forlom to begin with. Kenner got it flipped, got Zuckus and Forlom flipped. West End Games, quote-unquote, corrected it in the mid-'90s. Mm-hmm. And uh, so now, if you ever hear somebody referring to Zuckus, they're talking about the Gand, who is short with a bug head, as, and, uh, and Forlom is now the the droid with the bug eyes. But mm-hmm. but you're absolutely right. that This one does look better than that one, and it is different, but it it does seem like a like an early iteration of the figure. And I can't help but think that if they had done this later in the line, he would have been a little more interesting. Yeah, I'd say so. So, say so. with all that being said, uh, what what is your favorite component about this figure? Uh, my favorite component is probably going to be the head. I mean, you like, I... You like that bug head? I like the bug head, and it's it's a very interesting head. It doesn't have a lot of the detail that I would think that it would have. It has a lot of detail, but not necessarily enough to really make it look so much like the character. But it it reminds me a little bit of, like, a gas mask. Yeah, very much. I can see that. Very much. And, and that's probably why it's kind of creepy. Yeah. Pig snouted gas mask as a as maybe some sort of bug guy. <laughs> I like him. Well, and and mine, I think, um, you know, I think I like the black paint accent on it because it gives it a little bit of. Uh, if you didn't have that, it would be even more boring than it already is. <laughs> and those accents give it just enough character and give it just enough um, imperial flair. I'll call it. I can see that. Kind of reminds you, this guy's a bad guy. Right. And it also makes it look like a little like a tuxedo. Yeah, I can see that too. <laughs> what is your least favorite component about this guy? Uh, the legs. The legs are, they're just Very so plain. boring. Yeah, yeah there's plain. nothing to them. I agree. I mean, it has uh-huh. detail where it should have detail, but it, th- that detail is, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty bare and the, Chrome doesn't exactly help. Exactly. Yeah. What uh, I, I'm right there with you. I, I'm with you. The legs, like you, like I said, they're just they're just boring. There's just not much to them, and uh, yeah, it just just looks very generic. So, what do you think about this figure? Best exemplifies the Kenner line. This is this is a tough one. Um, you know, I, I've always said that simplicity with detail where you need it, but... They might have gone a little overboard on the simplicity yeah, part. Yeah, they went a little too simple with this one. But you're right. it has but, no detail, not well, really. But again, if you look at the figure, if you well, look yeah, at, the, if, at, the, at the, that, the one in the movie, he doesn't have a whole lot of detail either. So I think, for me, it's, it is that they've, they've taken what the film had and recreated it as best they could given the technical technological limitations of the time. True. Very true. And you know, that, that character, yeah, you're right. He doesn't have a lot to him. He doesn't at all. So 
Yeah, this is gonna. This is a super short show today, but again, there's just not much to talk about with this guy. So the final question, and this may be a controversial one this time around, is: Is this guy cool or not? I'm. You know, I don't know. I'm gonna say yes because. He's well, let me help you. Out. Let me help you out with that. The answer is no. No, really? I'm saying no. And you guys know I love Star Wars, but I got to call it like I see it. The only reason that I have any fondness for this guy is the story behind how I got him. You know, that story of my mom calling up Kenner and saying, hey, you know, my kid needs these figures. Can you send me some? Right. Uh, That is the only reason that I have any sort of fondness for him. Uh, I didn't even like him enough to get him while he was on store shelves. And he just doesn't has never done much for me. Well, I had the gentle giant one. Simply mm-hmm. because I wanted to have them all. You gotta have them all. Yeah. Hmm. So I mean, I, you know, I, again, I don't want to influence your opinion. Well, let's be honest. Yes, I do. But um, <laughs> if you if you think he's cool, I'm not going to argue argue it argue you away from that. But I would like to hear your your thoughts behind why re- you came down on the side of cool. I really can't say he's cool. I mean, I want to say that the design of the character in the movie is really cool. Like I like the look of the character in the movie, but this particular figure doesn't hold enough of that detail to really, in my opinion, look that much like him that I can't say that the figure is actually cool. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah, I get it. I mean, the character in the movie is not even Chrome. He's almost like a, a rusted up stainless steel. So he's not that shiny. Right, but it's kind of tough, especially at that time. It was kind of tough to give give him any kind of a weathered look. True. You know, they True. trusted the kids to do that. <laughs> yeah. B- bury him out in the yard. <laughs> yeah. And never find him again. Yeah. Oh, that poor shuttle. <laughs> well, folks, once again, we'd love to hear what you think about this guy. Defend him. If we have any Death Star droid apologists out there, I want to hear your defense of this guy. Tell us why we're wrong. I will right. gladly read your comments, and I'll gladly reply. And if you convince me, I will gladly change my stance. Maybe. No, I will. If somebody's able to convince me, it's going to take sure. a lot of convincing. But if somebody's able to, I gladly will. But hmm. uh, until then, uh, my my verdict stands for me. And ver- Taylor's verdict stands for him, and uh, our verdict stand together. And I don't know where I'm going with that metaphor. <laughs> If it's even a metaphor. Uh, well, well, no one stands alone because we stand together. This is true. We always stand together. <laughs> so that will do it for this edition of Talking Toys with Taylor and Jeff. Action figure exclusive. I'm Taylor. I'm Jeff. And remember, they're not dolls. They're action figures. They're back metal action figures that make us realize that no man is an island. Back metaled and not much else. <laughs> Good night, folks. Thank you for listening. For more episodes of this show or other Marvin Dog Media productions, go to marvindogmedia.com to stream or download the shows or to subscribe via iTunes. Email us at marvindogmedia at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at marvindogmedia. Follow us on Pinterest at pinterest.com forward slash marvindogmedia. This podcast has been a production of Marvin Dog Media, all rights reserved. How many times can we say Marvin Dog Media?
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.